Mission Chats with John Crow. Well, I have the special privilege to be down in Belize, and that's as part of my missions coordination role I have with our local church where I serve. And this is a quarterly medical mission that we do. And I'm excited to introduce to you one of our missionaries and a good friend, Tim. And I'm asking him similar questions to what we've normally done in each of these mission chats, just to hear his story and to hear how he's seen God at work through the ministry that he has here. So Tim, to kick us off, I just want to yeah, ask you to share your backstory, your testimony, how you came to the Lord, but also how the Lord then led you into to mission, full-time service. Yeah, sure. It's great to be with you. Excited you guys are down here. This is the 50th medical trip for Kids Connect for Jesus. And that's the missions organization that myself and uh, Jen um, and, and our four children are a part of. We moved down here from Kempsville Baptist Church in Virginia Beach is who sent us out. Uh, we were on staff with them for 12 years before mm-hmm. we moved down here. But going way back, right. uh, way back. Is, uh, well, not that far. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, way back, yeah. I was born and raised outside of Baltimore, Maryland. Yep. So it certainly wasn't like the Bible Belt or anything like that. Uh, mixed denominations growing up, all sorts of different friends, um, different backgrounds and stuff. And so kind of a melting pot in that area. And uh, But I was raised in church. Uh, my mom and dad from day one, nursery roll, you know how that is. Right. And uh, a lot of people made a spiritual impact on my life. Mm. Children's ministry teachers, my mom and dad. I had a great youth leaders, Bob and Sue, and it uh, really helped shape you know, who I was. And I think a huge turning point for me was Centrifuge Camp. Now, I had come to know Jesus as a young boy, so I was baptized early age and that kind of thing. But it wasn't until like high school that mm-hmm. things got real for me and it, it passed from my mom and dad's faith, you know, right. and structure to this is my own choice, yeah. you know. And about 10th grade, I rededicated my life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster, okay. you know, play baseball. That was my goal, right. you know. And people in my church, they would say, oh, Tim, we could see you being a, a youth pastor. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm going to do and right. all that. The surrender part wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then and through college, you know, Carson Newman, that's where I met Jen eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's where, when I was able to actually serve on the centrifuge staff, my between my junior and senior year of college, was at North Greenville. Okay. And for the summer, I was the video guy. Right. And that's where God, I think, really broke my heart to the needs of students. Mm-hmm. And so for me, student pastoring was where I cut my teeth okay. in, in full-time ministry. Right. So from there, Jen and I both graduated from Carson Newman, wound up both at Southwestern in Fort Worth. And she was doing a different degree. I was doing the youth concentration and that kind of stuff. So, And we got married right. uh, while we were at seminary and had our first position outside of D.C. Okay. I mean, so you talk about, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah it was a, the busyness of life, right? right? You know, great people there, loved ministry there with them, and, and then wound up in Colorado for three years. Okay. Jen grew up in Colorado, right. so this is a little bit of her roots. And the pastor I served with, she called Uncle Jim, and his wife was Aunt Jo. And, okay. and so they were great friends of theirs, and I got to know him and serve alongside of him. And, and so kind of cut my teeth in missions there a lot with going to India. Uh, that was okay. an awesome experience. Yeah. I was able to kind of train some youth pastors right. in India, and it was amazing. <laughs> that was a really big spark, and right. then wound up at Kempsville for okay. 12 years. Mm-hmm. And so missions was always finding mission trips for students. Mm-hmm. And as I led mission trips, you know, I always thought in the back of my mind, like, could I 
ever wind up being like a full-time missionary out there somewhere? You know, that was always just in the back of my mind. But I also said to the Lord, I never felt a call to being a senior pastor either. Okay. You know, I was just like, I'm, you know, youth. And I wound up having at Kempsville the opportunity to do youth, uh, children's ministry, uh, missions. I mean, just a wide variety of things right. at Kempsville. And then we actually felt a call when we came down to Belize for the first time. And we met David and Karen, and they said we could actually use families here on the ground. Okay. And we were like, well, I thought we were just going to partner with Kempsville and, and Kids Connect, right? right? You know, and so we went back and go, is the Lord doing something here? You know, we, we've got four kids. Like, what? And God was just moving, and right. we felt that. And, you know, we told our pastor, you know, and he prayed with us. And, and of course, there's raising support mm-hmm. and all this. Yeah. And I just have to tell you a little God story uh, goes right along with the calling. We didn't tell our children, okay. and they were 10, 9, 8, and I think 6. Okay. And so we have three boys, and the, and the youngest is a girl. So we were like, we can't tell them until we tell the church, because they would spill the beans, right? right. And, yeah. and, and that would be kind of a difficult situation. Yeah. So we, we had that under wraps for a while, and two weeks before we told the church... Braden went forward at the end of our service. They, they have an altar call every Sunday, and he would often go down and pray for his brothers that they would come to know Christ and all that, but he wasn't scared to go up and just pray at the altar. And Jen and I weren't in that service. We were serving elsewhere in the okay. church. Yeah. And he came to us that night. Now again, this is two weeks before we told the church mm-hmm. we were going to be moving. And he said to us, Mom, Dad, I went forward today. We're like, what? Buddy, what, what are you doing? He's like, I was praying at the altar. He said, I felt like God was calling me to be a missionary. Wow. <laughs> we, yeah. we about fell over. We right. were just like, we got to tell him now. And Jen's yeah. like, no, no, no. We yeah. And so we waited, and we wound up waiting that night before we told the church. We told him. We said, hey, do you remember when you were feeling that calling right. to, to being a missionary? We said, we felt that too. Yeah. And he looks at us. He says, are we moving? Right. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. buddy. And he yeah. goes, to Africa? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I think with missions all the time, right. a lot of people, I don't know why Africa yeah. gets lumped into you know, yeah. mission work. But we told him. We said, mm-hmm. no, we're going to Belize. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow. Wow, all right. right, Belize. And so from that point, it was like March of 2019, mm-hmm. and we were on the ground September of 2019. Yeah. So that wow. amount of time, God just got the moving money for us. Mm-hmm. He got our support money for us. Yep. I mean, God was in every step of that. Yeah. And so we were just like, all right, Lord, we're along for the ride, <laughs> yeah, and right. he's moving us. So, yeah. so that's kind of a little bit of backstory. Sure. No, that's that, awesome, but. Tim. Thank you. And I know you've mentioned the kids, of course. You have four yeah. children. Yeah. But I'd love to hear a little bit from your side because two of those kids have special needs. And yes. I think for a lot of people, that would kind of be something they think, well, there's no way I could be in missions if, if that was my reality. So I'd love if you wanted to share you know, the story of bringing your children, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but then also, you know, the, the practical realities and how you've yeah. uh, dealt with Sure. Yeah, it's no easy thing. Yeah. It, it really isn't. But well, that's the one thing we had to consider mm-hmm. uh, was moving when Braden was 10. Mm-hmm. And he's and your eldest. He's the eldest, eldest right? Yep. And, mm-hmm. and we had advice given to us, like, yep. if you're going to move out of country, you have a window of about two or three years mm-hmm. with Braden before mm-hmm. you shouldn't. Right. I, I mean, because of what he was used to, he would have to sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? And it was a great piece of advice. Right. And as God had it, I mean... It was amazing that Braden was the one that right. received that call, right? Yeah. And yep. and so when times were tough, when we first moved, it was, hey, remember God called us here. Mm-hmm. No matter what, mm-hmm. we got to remember that calling yeah. and be obedient, right? And so it was great life lessons right. for him when God showed him that calling. 
We adopted three from China. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of how God built our family. Jen and I, right. um, we went through infertility for eight years. And so that's a, another podcast yeah. for another day, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. no, but, um, so God built our family in an mm -hmm. interesting way. We started with adoption mm -hmm. in China. And then, you know, Braden comes along, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we still didn't have a child right. because we were waiting. We waited okay. six years wow. to get Micah, mm -hmm. who's actually now our third. Right. The ironic thing is that Joshua... China put a law out there that we could adopt Joshua. Mm -hmm. You have special needs. Mm -hmm. So we actually got Joshua in a period of nine months. Wow. And okay. so it was a quicker process. Yeah. Uh, yeah. China was you know, getting special needs mm -hmm. adopted faster than just a, a, yeah. a healthy, regular healthy child. You know? so, so we got Joshua, and so he was our second one. Braden was three, mm -hmm. Joshua was two. They're okay. all August birthdays, too, yeah. except for the youngest. Right. They were three, two, and one right. when we got them. Wow. And uh, so anyway... But we knew something was different with Joshua. We didn't know exactly what. And it actually wasn't until COVID hit. Mm -hmm. We actually had to be stateside during right. COVID. And God revealed to us that he had this rare genetic disease. Again, another podcast because yeah. it's, it's a, an in-depth story. But mm -hmm. he has this rare genetic syndrome called Bardet Beetle mm -hmm. syndrome. Mm -hmm. And there's only like, I think, a thousand in the U.S. that have wow. it. Yeah. Uh, one clinic, it's mm -hmm. in Marshfield, Wisconsin. So we wound up traveling up to Marshfield because you know, the circumstances were amazing how God revealed that to us. Mm -hmm. But it was unlocking this right. thing, you know, like, wow. And we we're so grateful. And there's community mm -hmm. of Bardi Beetle family. So anyway, he has those symptoms. And we were treating each one differently. We now have found it's, it's related. Mm -hmm. That was just a, a praise that right. happened while even we were here on the mission field stateside because of COVID. And then Anna Joy, our youngest, um, she's Down syndrome. And so um, she's just a blessing. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you, she, she's nonverbal. She understands everything so she uses sign language but just the doors that of communication that open mm -hmm. here in Belize whenever we take her anywhere right. you know they people look at her inquisitively and we explain to her what some of her struggles or trials are right. But undoubtedly, she just brings joy yeah. everywhere she goes. Like she'll hug anybody. Yeah. No, knows no stranger, right? right? But all that to say, like, I don't know why, but Jen and I never really thought we have two special needs kids. How could we ever mm -hmm. make it over mm -hmm. there? But one piece of advice before we went too was like, you do need to look at where you're going mm -hmm. to see if they have some resources. Right. And uh, we've just been flooded with so many people in the States hearing our story, mm -hmm. realizing some of these special needs and God using them just to pour into like, hey, can we help you out in this right. way? Can we help yeah. you? You know, there's this tablet that Anna Joy has that, you know, is helping her kind of talk to people mm -hmm. that don't know sign language, yeah. right? And so there's a resource, yeah. even um, speech therapy okay. type resources mm -hmm. that, that we can do. I mean, people have just gone above and right. beyond. So God just takes, if we're willing to lay it on the table and say, God, I'm willing to do what you want us to do. Mm -hmm. He brings all those needs and fills them, right. you know, and it's just, um, we're blown away just yeah. how God does that. And, yeah. and we see it all the time. Yeah. It's so, so awesome. Yeah, that's a great word. Yeah. yeah. No, so <laughs> Fantastic. Encouraging to hear. Yeah. It's been encouraging for me to watch your journey and you guys are such a great example. So, oh, yeah, thank you and, I, and I just encourage anybody that's thinking, oh, I can never do it. Right. I could never go. 
it's that first step out of the boat, like mm -hmm. Peter, right. and just it's that step of faith. When you receive that calling from the Lord, just be obedient, and He'll take care of all the rest of it. Right. You know, but it is important to receive that calling because when you're in the throes of ministry, you're out of the country, and the waves are coming, right. your circumstances are overwhelming. You can go back to that calling right. and say, sure. "I know this without mm -hmm. a doubt. God mm -hmm. has us here, and yeah. He has for a reason." And we're going to keep plugging away. Yeah. Just be obedient. Yep. You know, so, yeah. Well, speaking of plugging away, I know yeah. since you've come down here, uh, you've had a variety of different ministry areas that you've <laughs> yeah. been able to plug into. And yeah. I think just for our listeners, if you'd like to give us a snapshot of some of the type of things you have done and maybe sure. where you are today with you know, the Absolutely. focus currently. Yeah. And, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. One of the great things, Kids Connect, that we just loved when we first got here too, and we'd seen before we even got here, was Belize actually requires an hour of religion course in their schools mm -hmm. every week and kids connect from the beginning had said hey we can help you that mm -hmm. you know we'll come in and we'll sing songs with them teach them bible stories and things yeah. like that so a matter of fact this morning i was in one of the right. schools you yeah. know and we did some songs and and we did a story on doubting thomas you know okay. and and you know we're able to share bible stories with them share about jesus mm -hmm. and and so that's just a, a passion of mine you know like i said i was involved with children's ministry and mm -hmm. it's just awesome to be able to do that here right and then one of the big things is is, you know, there's a church. It actually started as a training center, mm -hmm. um, a, a training ground for trying to get you know young pastors to uh, to, be, to be trained, and and it's awesome to see that you know we have a church that's meeting every Sunday, mm -hmm. and we have four leaders that are Belizean, and yep. I meet with them every Monday, and we're talking about church responsibilities, and we're, we're talking about you know visioning. So it's really awesome trying to be building church leaders, yeah. and hopefully that just keeps growing and expanding and more churches can just, you know, rise up. I mean, right. who knows God's going to do with it. We just hope, you know, and our prayer is that yeah, just young men in, in, in this country would mm -hmm. just feel a call to right. being a pastor. And it's hard work. But every Sunday I get to preach at the at the church mm -hmm. and we're using Community Bible Study International curriculum. We're going through the book of Genesis. And, okay. and yeah. so we're, we're back at the beginning. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun to, you know, just be able to share that with people. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, Jen, Jen leads one too, she, right. uh, a Community Bible Bible study in one of the villages, and, and so we do that as well. We try and get small groups going yeah. uh, around the villages, and yeah, it's uh, it, it's been awesome just being a part two of, of little little ways with the medical teams right. you know, that come down. And yeah. the, Jen has a, a full time. I mean, she is discipling young young ladies and, and homeschooling the kids, and, and and she's just doing amazing yeah. like a, a balance of that as well. Right, and, and so yeah, it's been great. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's one. Wonderful, and always encouraging to see how flexible you guys are as well. Just willing to jump into whatever comes and yeah, <laughs> make yeah. the most of it. Yeah. And like many of our listeners and others I've interviewed, of course, you know, COVID was a, a challenging time. It was. Um, yeah, I know that was. spun the ministry a little bit for a season there, um, reworking the approaches and things. But that's yeah, right. yeah, I think we're all excited to be beyond that hurdle. That's, that's and right. That's <laughs> right. Be able to get back into schools. Yeah, and exactly. Other ministries. Yeah. yeah, it's fun how every day seems to be like a new day. You right. Know? It's like, all right, Lord, what what today? You right. Know, I, I, I'm excited for yeah. it, you know. So That's but. awesome. I hope you've been encouraged by what you've heard in this part one of my chat with Tim Ziddle, who serves with Kids Connect for Jesus in Belize. And as always, I would love for you to take a moment just to uh, leave a review and or get in touch with me if you have any ideas or feedback about this podcast. You can catch me on email at john, J-O-N, at missionchats.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Find us online at missionchats.com.